Welcome to Stories from Palestine podcast. This is a weekly podcast coming to you directly from Palestine. My name is Crystal and I'm your host. And you can read more about the background of this podcast and hear all the previous episodes on storiesfrompalestine.info. And this episode is a milestone because it is the 10th episode. And it is also already my favorite episode since the start. Because I'm taking you today on the fields to join for the annual olive harvest. This is my favorite time of the year. Although this year is different from previous years because of the pandemic. If you enjoy this podcast, then please take a moment to sign up for the email list and consider a donation as a support so that I can continue creating new content. You can find all the links and the means to do that on the website storiesfrompalestine.info. And now, let's go to the field. I don't know. How do we know it? No, I know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember. I remember. It was the first time when I came here and you were still working with Mohammed. Oh, God. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 I met through okay. an olive picking. Yeah. 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 We did. Yeah. Years ago. I was working for an olive harvest or an olive tree program, a campaign. And in the harvest, we used to bring groups. And... You, you have participated in one of these groups. Yeah. yeah. And then she came back again, okay. and then and then I forgot already about this. Sure. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and then we, we she was uh, taking with me Zumba classes, and we used to hang out, you know, when you see each other in Singer Cafe or in the Jisser in the bar. Every year in October, November, Palestinians harvest their olives. This is the season when the olives ripened and when they are ready to be picked and then they are turned into olive oil and the olive oil is used to eat and it's used to make olive soap. Since the year 2006, when I first came to Palestine, I have never missed an olive harvest. This year, however, is a very different year because usually we have lots of people coming from all over the world to help with the olive harvest, to have an experience as foreign people coming to Palestine, learning about the reality in Palestine and helping the farmers with their, with their harvest and having this really special experience. 
But because of the COVID pandemic, it has been impossible for people to travel uh, and to come here to help us. So this year we are relying more on local people and local help. It's not always easy for people to get enough supporters from within the family. So I have offered one of my colleague students from the Bible College to bring some people to help him uh, harvest his 15 olive trees. And we are here on his piece of land. It's one of the terraces going down the slopes from Bejala. Bejala is one of the highest points on this part of the mountain ridge between Bethlehem and Hebron. It is about 900 meters above sea level. And from the top of the mountain, uh, sloping down, there are terraces made along the horizontal line of the hill, uh, which is very important for irrigation and very important for uh, stopping landslides. And here on this terrace, we have about 15 olive trees. So we are on the land of Daoud, and uh, we're helping him with a group of people to harvest the olives today. And uh, I was going to ask you, Daoud, do you live here on this land? Uh, we actually live uh, just uh, like 10 minutes uh, far away from here. This is my uh, grandfather's uh, land. And we are here doing the olive harvesting with uh, the help of our friends. Um, is that common that people here help their family members with the harvest? Oh, yeah, that's for sure. Here, uh, the society depends more on the family issue. So we can find, uh, you know, relatives who come to help. How many trees do you have on this piece of land? I, I, I have never counted any. Yani, uh, uh, we can say about uh, 40, maybe 45. And um, I heard that there is uh, usually one year is a good year and one year is a bad year for the olives. Can you say, is this a bad year or a good year? Actually, this year is, is not uh, that much good. The seeds are not many as always. But uh, some of the trees that they are, uh, let's say, close to humidity and water will, be, will have more seeds than the other. And do you have to come a lot to attend to the trees? Are they a lot of work to keep olive trees? Uh, yeah, you will have to come uh, to pick the seeds during October. Usually we do it. Then after that, we'll have to trim some of the old branches maybe or the branches that they are dried already. We will have to also work the land. And when is that when you work the land? Is that during the harvest season or is it in another time? Uh, working the land, we, we usually do it uh, twice a year. That's the, the best for the land. Uh, before the rain, we're we bowing the land in order to get more uh, water inside it whenever it's rain and also to uh, keep it uh, fertile, fertile more whenever you just uh, upside down the, the land. Then after that, uh, during spring, so we just uh, do it again in order to get lost of the uh, grass. Oh, yeah, yeah, because then the weeds start growing and then you need to just uh, make sure that, the, that they don't take all the nutrition from the from the soil. Hey, and do you know about, um, on average, uh, how much oil do you get from these trees? I have never counted that way, actually, but usually it's depend on the percent of the or outcome of the olive. So usually it's between 20 up to maybe like 26 percent. So you're saying that 20 to 26 percent of the olive is oil and the rest of it is the the inside pit and the the, the skin that you don't uh, that you don't use so okay now we are picking the olives they're falling on the tarps we're collecting them in bags and then what do you do with them after that uh, so we take them to the to the olive press uh, where they uh, uh, squeeze the seeds and uh, you know uh, the oil comes out from the other side. <laughs> and what do you do with the oil? Do you sell the oil? Do you use it for own use? Is it for the whole family? Is it just for the people who picked the olives? 
يعني usually it's for the same family but you know it's a, uh, somehow it's a big family here so you have your uncles your aunts and everybody to take care some so we keep it for the family most of the most of the amount the rest if we have some extra يعني we we sell some uh, some jars Hey, and uh, there are several delicious Palestinian dishes with olive oil. Can you mention one or two dishes that definitely need to be prepared with olive oil? Yeah, sure. First, if we start at the appetizers, so we can use it with any, uh, almost with any kind, uh, like uh, salads and stuff like that, hummus, Arabic salad, uh, baba ghanouj, uh, whatever. And also, we can use it with like the main dishes, like uh, the msakhan, for example. So yeah, we, we bring a bread. Usually, it's actually homemade. We we do it on the on the stones, and beneath the stones, we put some uh, uh, fire using some wood even from the olive wood that that we cut we we chop some onions uh, mix it with some oil and uh, uh, sumac and also then we put sometimes people use uh, chicken sometimes use uh, meat but usually it's meat and but, but before that we we dip the bread with olive oil that sounds delicious yeah <laughs> wow there is another product of the olive tree that is olive wood do you use the olive wood as well yes for sure my father is actually one of the carvers yeah crystal is laughing right now <laughs> yeah so yeah we use the the wood also my father is one of the carvers he actually taught me also how to do the olive wood things so i go there help him during the winter because it's a low season with my other job with the, which is uh, you know videos and uh, i i work as a photographer and videographer mainly for weddings and occasions but also uh, some short documentaries so during winter i have a low season with my own job i go there help them so what is it that you do, what do you make with the olive wood uh, so many things but usually like the the stuff that you see at the, the tourist shop for example we we craft uh, so many things like crosses rosaries uh, some statues from olive wood Uh, some jars, boxes, candlesticks, all of these stuff, and uh, you know we sell them for the for the tourists who come to visit the Holy Land. And right now, because of the Corona pandemic, there are not really any tourists coming to the Holy Land. Does that mean that you don't have any sales, or do you also ship things abroad? Yeah, now the situation is too calm actually, and there are no tourists, and uh, we don't have that much of income. Sometimes we ship uh, some stuff outside the country. But uh, even with the, the pandemic, uh, the corona pandemic, it's even uh, not that much of shipping. Can you say something in general about the importance of the olive tree for Palestinians? The olive tree is uh, is like history for us, actually. Uh, so some people even uh, think that the olive tree is like a symbolic for, for us, for, for the Palestinian issue and for the Palestinian people. How does the seeds grow on the tree? We feel that we are grow here in our land. And also it's more like cultural thing. We believe that this is uh, goes back to the to the Roman time. And even some people uh, be, used to believe that it goes back to the Canaanite time. We use it for so many things in our daily life. That's why we depend on it all, a lot. I can see that your son is walking around here. He's three and a half years old. And uh, is this the first year he comes out or did you bring him also last year? No, last year he was a little uh, bit, you know, uh, smaller, <laughs> younger. 
so no, this is his first year coming out uh, to the fields and playing around. Yeah, he seems very happy and I hope that he will continue later on this tradition, you know, of all of harvesting and of this kind of family event. Uh, I'm very happy that we are uh, that we have the opportunity to be here with you on your land this year. We don't have a lot of foreigners coming in this year because of the pandemic and all the airports were closed, but there are still several foreigners who are living here. So I'm going to ask them how they feel about this experience today. Hi, what is your name? My name is Eleonora. Eleonora, where are you from? I'm from Italy. But uh, you live here, right? Yes, I've been living here for four years. Oh, and what do you do? I teach German, actually. You're from Italy and you teach German. You're a woman of the world. I hope so. I lived in quite a few places and one of them was Germany. And uh, yeah, this is how it came about. And is this the first time you harvest olive or you have done it before? Yeah, I've done it before a few times over the years here in Palestine, actually. And why did you come out today? Uh, because you invited me. <laughs> and it was it's one of my favorite activities of the year. And so I was, why not? Did you harvest olives when you grew up in Italy? I actually didn't, but I come from the north and I don't think we have a lot of olive trees there. So it's more further south. Do you feel that you... Uh, growing up in Italy, that you have a certain attachment to olive oil? Maybe. I mean, I noticed that when I moved out of Italy and like food and, and good food is important to me. Probably yes. So yeah. Because I think that here in the Palestinian food, they use olive oil in everything. Is that the same? I mean, is that in all? I'm just wondering about Mediterranean countries and you coming from Italy. Did you feel that, yeah, it's actually just such a normal part of our daily intake? Yeah, absolutely. Like in Italy, you would have olive oil all the time. It's something that is never missing from the kitchen. So, yeah, it's pretty similar to here, I think. Yeah, I just talked to Daoud and he told me that uh, they actually call many of their old trees Roman trees. Because the, he said that it's that uh, the time, 2000 years ago, when they really started with an, uh, an olive tree cultivation. So there is definitely that connection. Is that also when you look at the landscape in Palestine, that it's very similar? Yes, it is very similar. Not Maybe not so similar to where I come from, but definitely to Tuscany and the south of Italy. It's It feels like almost the same, pretty much. Yeah. So you can always feel at home here. I can. Sometimes, Yanni. <laughs> But I think you can feel at home anywhere in the world. <laughs> or not. Anywhere or nowhere, you know, comes with each other. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Eleonora. I, there's a woman here trying to climb a tree. Oh, you look like monkeys. But you are so fit. I know you because you are a dancer and I can see that you have no problem getting into the tree. This is your first time, right, Naomi? My first time olive picking, but definitely not my first time in a tree. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that you have experience. How does it feel for you to have this experience today on the land of Daoud? I feel like 
as a foreigner in Palestine, it's a privilege to be here. And so I think being of service or being useful to people in a practical way is something that more foreigners should focus on. And I think this is a great way to, to do that, to be practically useful. I love it. I love this quote. Thank you, Naomi. I don't need that other. It's a tune! I see, and I have this uh, uh, Where's with that? How many times have you done this before? I've been for 12 years doing the olive harvest every year okay. and at least every time, at least five times a year. So my, this is maybe 60. <laughs> yeah. right. um, the way to do the olives is to, to milk the tree when you are... Like this? Ah. Like you're doing? Yeah. Okay. You take the branch and you milk it. You go from the up to down. Okay. And you just drop it on the tarp. And later you collect them in the bucket. Okay. Wafa. How do you feel today? Wonderful. How many times in your life did you already pick olives? From when I was young. Every year do you pick olives? Yes. As you see there, this is um, my grandma's house. Every year we, we gather like family uh, and we start picking um, olives. What do you enjoy about olive harvest? Uh, at, at this time, all Palestinians' families go to their land to pick up all olives, to supply themselves for the winter. And the olives harvest may also be their source of income. How many olive trees does your family have? Do you know? Yes, uh, like uh, seven or eight. And, do, and how, how much time does it take if you are with a group of people like today we are eight people? Because we have uh, small trees and big trees. So uh, it's one day. And we finished because we are, we are like eight peoples here. So um, it took one day, one day and a half. What is the thing that you enjoy most about a day like this? Enjoying nature as you see green and see your kids <laughs> It's walking around and you learn them to, um, to picking olives. It's a, it's a wonderful day. And the weather, it's beautiful too. <laughs> Thank you, Wafa. I'm going to ask somebody else who is high up in one of the ladders. Hi, I can barely see you now. You're, you're high up. How are you? Fine, thank you, Christelle. Can you tell me how is it to stand up in a ladder and to be picking olives from the top? Wonderful feeling. <laughs> high up here. No, it's really amazing. I'm enjoying every every olive <laughs> that I'm picking. Georgette, how many times in your life did you already pick olives? 
to be uh, to be honest not that much because we didn't have like land but uh, because of this when you invited me to help I I was uh, so happy in Italy I uh, I picked olive trees Yeah because you used to live in Italy what did you used to do there I studied there university I graduated from science and technology of food Oh, so did you also study something about uh, olives and olive oil? Yes, <laughs> yes, the production of olive oil, yes. And can you tell us what is the the health benefits of olive oil? Everything, anti, uh, anti-oxidanti, there's uh, anti, uh, antioxidants, I think, inside it, all the essential vitamins inside it, for everything. It makes you live long. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's why I hear Palestinians sometimes they drink a cup of olive oil every day. Yeah. Hey, and um, when you were in Italy, uh, I bet you saw that they also have a lot of olive trees there. Did you ever join a harvest there? And how do you see that Italians relate to the olive tree if you compare it, for example, to Palestinians? It's so important also in, in Italy and the production of oil is so important in pa- uh, Palermo, all of these uh, areas. And it's uh, really good. But it's a different story when we are talking uh, about uh, Palestine because the uh, olive tree in Palestine is just, it's not just any tree. Okay, it's not just any tree. If an olive tree could uh, speak up, it would be the, the not be, uh, best, but greatest witness of Palestinian people and Palestinian history. So it's um, we're talking about like a holy tree, a family tree, and she is a she. I call it an holy tree. It's, it's a, she's a lady. She's a she, like a mother who gathers all the family around her. Because if I learn something from olive tree, it gathers all the family. The first thing, and it's present always in the land. The, the la presenza. The presence is. Uh, Of all of the obstacles, all, all the problems that we had, she's still there. She every year blossom and give you like she's so generous to give you like the the olives. Also the lenyo, the wood, you can use everything. So it's wonderful. It, it's a big teacher, a big witness for our existence in Palestine. I've always seen uh, it like this. The olive tree is rooted in the land just as the Palestinians are rooted in the land. There's a bunch of girls sitting under the olive tree. And um, what are you doing here under the olive tree? We are uh, picking the olives that they throw to us uh, on the ground, uh, sorting them to the bucket. You're sorting them to the bucket so as they don't have a lot of leaves in between. Is this the first time you're picking olives? Yes, it's my first time and uh, I'm enjoying a lot. <laughs> really, it's so good to get outside from the house to the nature place to feel the connection <laughs> with the nature. Thank you. The father of Daoud is um, cutting the branches of the tree here. He's pruning the tree, taking out the dead 
parts of the tree and making some light in between all the leaves and the branches because otherwise the tree will not give as many fruits next year. I just heard um, the father of Daoud saying something, uh, a saying in Arabic. So basically you were you were telling him like, oh no, no, you're cutting too many t- branches. And he was like, no, 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 that, that needs... It needs a madman to, to do the work because a crazy man, yes, crazy, yes. Yes, <laughs> crazy, crazy, mad, not good, well, dry, dry. There is a part, a dry part, so we cut it. Because there is no seeds on it. So we have to clean it. Yala, you're doing a good job. <laughs> yeah. We have finished uh, three trees so far and we're setting up the tarps under the fourth tree. And then uh, they're going to bring in uh, some lunch because usually when Palestinians do olive harvest, they don't eat some sandwiches, but some family members, they come and they uh, bring home-cooked food. So we're waiting for that, and then we're going to have a break, and then we will continue because I can see there are still at least four or five big trees on this part of the land, and um, I think the biggest tree is still to come. Thank you. Yogurt? No. No salad? Salad. There is no meat. Jadra is vegetarian. It's full of lentils. Oh, only one mine. Yeah, we just arrived at the olive press. 
It's a quite an impressive place. Here at the beginning is where the people weigh the olives, and then they throw the olives in a big um, a, a machine where it gets separated from the leaves. The olives get washed, and then the olives get pressed. And on the end side of the system, there is the olive oil coming out from the tanks. Very pure and green and fresh olive oil. Hey, Louisa, how do you say olive in Arabic? Zaytun. And how do you say olive tree in Arabic? Zaytun. And how do you say I am picking olives in Arabic? Ana balakat zaytun. Hadi, zaytun. Zaytun. Shajarat zaytun. Shajarat zaytun. Ana balakat zaytun. Ana balakat zaytun. Shukran Hadi, shukran Louisa. If you want to see photos of this Olive Harvest Day and of the Olive Press, then go to the website storiesfrompalestine.info and scroll down to the photo gallery. And I'm excited to tell you that next week's episode, we will dive deeper into the history and heritage of the olive tree in Palestine, because there's really a lot more to talk about. Don't hesitate to send me your feedback, reviews and messages on social media or by email, because I really appreciate it to know who is listening. And I hope you will tune in again next week. Ma'as-salama!